Hello there, Mr. Gonzalez. <laughs> Hello there, Misky Bear. How are you? <laughs> I'm doing amazing. I know you are. I know you are. I know you're busy. You are all over the oh, amazing year you have had, Miss Yvonne Gibert. Just incredible. It has been a year, has it not? There's a lot that's happened this year. You are not kidding. And I mean, I feel like we have been busier than we have ever been. I mean, and, and we're always busy, but my goodness gracious, 2023 was active and busy and then some. <laughs> and then some for sure. So guests, thank you for joining us today. We are so thankful for you. And this is Yvonne and Raphael. And this is our wrap up episode for season three of Deconstructing Comp. How do you feel about that, Ralph? Gosh, I um, when we started the season, Yvonne, you know, I, I I was elated, you know, season three, and now here we are at the end of season three, starting to talk about season four, starting to make plans for next year. Um, how lucky am I? How lucky? How grateful I am that um, you continue to put up with me and that you still want to do this with me. I I love it. I have so much fun. I just can't say thanks enough, Yvonne. Really. Well- I I often say thank you because you were the one that nudged me to do this. Um, we talked about this for, I would say, over almost two years that you we were talking. It goes back to 2019, I think. Yep, we yep. started talking about this and we were getting close to, to launching and then COVID happened. Anyway, it's you that I should be thanking because you were the one that kind of um, encouraged me to do this um, at the very beginning. So thank you for for nudging me because I love it. And I feel like the luckiest person ever to be able to do this with you. So thanks. Um, and for the second year in a row, we have two awards, the com award and the Marcom award, both for, oh, I'm going to mess it up. It's um podcast for an industry segment, a specific industry segment. And we got gold in both of those awards. So woohoo. <laughs> Who would have thunk it, you know? <laughs> I know that. All that and awards on top of it. Wow. <laughs> See, look at this. You know, we may be seasoned. We may be old. But look at us now, baby. <laughs> well, as my friend Jean Feldman, who we should have on our podcast, by the way, recently reminded me, we should say we are tenured. <laughs> I love it. Let's use that term from now on. To hell with talking about our age. We are tenured. <laughs> <laughs> yes, we are. We are that. We are tenured for sure. <laughs> for sure. That, that is true. Well, listen, it has been a lot of fun, but let's let let's talk about our season for a little bit, shall we? It's um, first of all, I can't believe where we are. It's the end of the year. And we've got Christmas around the corner and all that, but it's been one heck of it. We've stayed busy and uh, we've both accomplished a lot. We've had some pretty significant, I've had significant changes. I've changed jobs and, um, but you know, we, we've kept steady with the podcasting and we've had some firsts. We did live podcasting at several events this year. What did you think about that? Oh my gosh, Yvonne, just when I thought, you know, we couldn't have any more fun doing this. You uh, you added an extra layer 
of super de duper fun by taking us out on the road and going to live events and um, speaking to folks and podcasting live from the event itself. You even had me walking around in exhibit halls saying hi to folks and interviewing them at that time. And I didn't know whether I was up or down east. Or west. I, don't know, I don't even know if the camera was on. It was the funniest thing ever. Oh my gosh, how much fun we've had this year. <laughs> hey, you don't know until you try, right? You got to try all kinds of things. <laughs> no, but in all seriousness, what a great idea. What an awesome way to go out and about, meet our folks out there. And, and really, it added an extra layer of, of, of joy, right, of energy to be able to be with them at that conference talking about what we just heard a speaker, you know, mention or, you know, what they just came off the stage and they were still, you know, thinking about or answering questions about. Just love the energy behind doing them live. So awesome, awesome new, uh, you know, level, if you will, that um, that we accomplished this year. <laughs> well, so let's talk about that by the numbers. So we were just chatting about this a few minutes ago, but um, so generally, you know, in the prior two years, we, I think one year we did 18 episodes and the other year we did 20. This year we have how many total episodes, including our live? <laughs> I think we had a total of 51 episodes this year. I still can't even think about that number compared to what we we thought we were busy the last two seasons. My goodness gracious. Okay, so to put it in perspective, you did. So the first live event, you were not able to make it. That was out of Elevate in San Diego. And after many, many different attempts to try to figure out how to get you out there, we couldn't make it happen. So um, Adam Lopez, our friend Adam Lopez, who has a different uh, podcast, Candid Conversations with Adam Lopez, he joined me to do those first. So uh, I think we did, what did we say? Close to 20 episodes just there, just in a single day. That almost did me in. It was a full day of conversation. So I love to talk. Everybody knows I love to talk, but that was a lot. Um, but yeah, we did, um, I think, seven or eight while we were at the Texas Work Comp Conference. And then we did 12 or so at the uh, WCI conference. So that's that's a lot. It is. It is. It is a lot. And I mean, we both said it to ourselves. That's a lot of work because we're doing a bunch of other things at each of these conferences. Um, you know, we're out and about. We're speaking. We're part of different panels. And in addition, you know, interviewing all of, all of the folks that we got to talk to. So it was a lot. But I... It was so much fun. I really, really enjoyed it. Nothing like the energy of the event and what's happening there. Uh, That's right. Kick it up another notch. That's yeah. right. And being able to talk to more people. So I think what it allowed us to do is to talk to a, a wider audience, you know, get more conversations in the mix than we would typically be able to schedule and do in a full episode. So anyway, so watch and stay tuned, guys. We're going to have more live podcasting coming at you in 2024. But now let's take a dive into what we accomplished this year and, and chat about that a little bit. So one thing we did differently this year is we identified 10 issues at the beginning of the year. 
And let's start off with number one. We we decided our, our top one, number one issue was great. The great talent shortage. And I know we talked to several guests about that. Um, the ones that come to mind are Evelyn McGill. I think we touched on that with Judge Langham and Melissa Steger and Paula Stoffer. But so we touched on that topic quite a few times. Um, the great talent shortage. Good topic. Still a thing. It's still a thing, right? It, we we all know it. We're seeing it. We're living it. And so I, I probably touched it on just about with every guest, right? With that that was a topic on that some I, level, yeah. Mm-hmm. They were interested in because yeah, we're all we're all suffering through it. Yeah. Yeah. Then our second issue was mental health. And you know, that's a big topic that I'm very connected to and passionate about. And I think I, I think we touched on it in several episodes, but the one that comes to mind first and foremost is Dr. Les Curte, one of my favorite people on the planet. And that was a fantastic episode. We talked about, I think the episode was called Mental Health is Health. And I, I strongly believe that. I love him. I mean, how lucky are we that he's a yeah. personal friend and a colleague. And I love that episode. And and it's it's true. It we both learned while we were listening to him and we, we, we didn't want to stop. We wanted to continue with him because he's such a wonderful individual and full of such incredible information. Um, I, I love that episode. That was fantastic. Right. And then our friend, Dr. Gerilyn Datz, also somebody that we've talked about, um, talked to her, to her about mental health. So she was a guest last year, but she was a guest at our live uh, series at WCI this year. So I know we talked about mental health and I think we laughed a lot because I remember laughing with um, you and her and Stuart. And I think Jeff Adelson was in the room. That was a fun, fun, uh, fun taping. That was, that's what I love most about the live events, right? It's that energy where you get that group together, you get different folks and everybody's throwing out, you know, oh my (laughs) gosh, I had so much fun during that episode. I was laughing the entire time. (laughs) There was a lot of laughing for sure. All right. So our third topic was the economics of inflation and a looming recession. Now this one, I don't think we really touched on with any particular guest. You know, you and I talk about this topic almost every time we chat because it's just um, part of our everyday life. But um, what do you think? No, you're right. There were a couple of conversations where we did touch on it, but no one a guest really dove into the meat of that. So that's one of them, um, I think, Yvonne, and it is, I mean, it is as applicable as ever, right? Comp right now is sort of the stable line of insurance. It's the most profitable line of insurance. You know, we we owe it to, to our industry to talk about in good times and in bad times about right. the economics of what's happening in workers' compensation. Yeah. So maybe we need to have some of our our data minded friends back. Um, I know Joe Peduta. He just posted about you know the profitability of workers' compensation and the insurance lines uh, just a couple of days ago. And we have many friends. We have our friends at WCRI, NCCI, and um, CWCI. We have lots of folks to talk to. So maybe it's time to rally those guys up again and, and have a chat about um, what it all means. You know, the big picture. Love it. Love it. Let's do it. All right. And then our fourth topic, workers' compensation rules, regs, and statutes. I don't think we could really de- dove into this too much. There were a couple of episodes that I think we talked about specific um, 
rules and regs. One of them that comes to mind is Jeff Rush. Yes. We were talking to him. We talked to him about many things. We talked about climate change. We did. <laughs> and we talked to him about specific rules and regs that are particular to California. And um, I think the other one that comes to mind that kind of touches on the the specificity of rules and regs and like what's out there, not a, not a particular one, but you know, we talked to Jim Alsup about um, ticket to work and that falls within your realm of Medicare and all that. So and social security. So um, I don't recall anybody else that we talked to specifically about a particular rule or regulation or statute. Do you? No, there wasn't anything really hot to trot legislatively regulatory wise in comp this year. Right. It was a sort of a quiet year when it comes to that component of things. We know that, you know, there are some medical issues. Right. And and pot, for example, continues to be an issue in some states. You know, um, so, so we know and we're keeping up with all of that. But there wasn't anything so heavy and so, you know, super duper important that, that one episode took us all into it. But like you said, we had a couple of speakers that sort of brushed on what's happening at their state level. And that's always significant for us, especially out in California. Right. It needs to be sort of the leader in, in, you know, what's new. And, you know, it ultimately gets here one way, shape, form or another. That's right. All right. And our next topic was the challenges facing the healthcare system. Again, I mean, that's sort of an everyday part of what we do day in and day out. I think the one episode that comes to mind was when we talked to Dr. Anbar, um, part of Institutes of Health. And he talked about the epidemics um, facing the comp system and healthcare in general. I don't think we really touched on that specifically anywhere else. I mean, we might have touched on it, but not in a in a big way. I think Ramona Tanabi also, you know, at WCRI had some components of that. I know that the conversation with with uh, Judge Langham also had some components of that. So we did, True. True. Touch, okay. you know, throughout. And and as and you already said it, and rightfully so, that's such a major component of our workers' compensation system. Um, so yeah, maybe that's a good thought that you know, focusing on that issue alone with a couple of guests next year, that's a good one. Yeah. And then uh, our sixth issue was technology and artificial intelligence. Now, that comes up quite a bit in both of our worlds when we're talking about navigating comp and you know what's coming and conversations at conferences and stuff like that. But one of my favorite episodes of the season was with Raja Sundaram Plethi. And um, boy, that was a fun episode. And we talked about artificial intelligence there. He is such an amazing guy. I just, um, the the more you get to know him, the more you want to know him and know about him. Um, Incredible background. What, What a lucky industry we are to have somebody so bright, so incredibly intelligent, amazing experience in what he's done before we entered comp. And now we're the beneficiary of that amazing knowledge and experience here in our comp industry. Yeah, that was a lot of fun. And we we really did. We we got to dive into artificial intelligence and technology and everything else with him. All right. Issue number seven was claims handling challenges. And again, part of our everyday conversation, talking about education in the comp system and just generally what we see happening at the conference at all the conferences that we attend. 
It's a big topic. And I think we touched on it multiple times. We talked about it for sure with um, Bill Zachary. We did. And that episode, I love that episode too. I think we called that, you know, who gets paid to do the right thing. Um, Paula Stauffer was another one we talked about that with Roberta Mike, um, who does a lot of mentoring, helping some of the uh, younger or newer folks that are coming into the claims handling world. Um, I know we touched on it multiple times. So I think that was a really good topic and I'm glad that we chose it. I did too. Love um, Faith Mason had some nice thoughts about that. I know that Evelyn McGill over with the Virginia Workers Comp Commission also touched base. Just Andrew Sabalik, right? Also uh, with his long, long years, both here at the Division of Workers Comp in Florida and now with WCI. So we had a lot of folks with some amazing experience talk to us about claims handling and the challenges of folks handling claims at the dust level. Right. All right. So claims on number eight was the need for quality education. Well, you know how I feel about that. This is your baby. This is something that I've, for as long as I've known you, this is um, this is what you have always been an advocate about. And so I, I love, you know, how we find a way in all of our conversations to talk about that, to really focus on that. It's such a needed component um, of, of our equation here. Yeah. And again, I think we talked to several guests, but for sure, Andrew Sabalik, because um, WCI, now the largest conference in our industry, they really tackle education in a big way at the conference. And, um, you know, there's such an ongoing need for it and in, in, in to do quality education. And then, of course, you and I are both involved in that on a daily basis and, and whatever we're doing with our with our roles and our jobs. So um, can't stop talking about the need for quality education. It is. It's so important. You know, if we're going to attract new folks, then we have to have a mechanism to make sure that they understand the system and this process and that they truly, you know, can value each of the players in it. And you can only do that through education. So I I, I can always see and understand why you've always been such a proponent of it, because it's such a necessary aspect to our system. And, you know, something that just occurred this week that actually you were a part of. So um, it's occurred to me because of a couple of conversations I've had this this week that we really need to take a look at education and how we're presenting education to the, the audience at large, the community at large in workers' compensation. And we talk about this a lot in our and some other things that we talk about in terms of diversity, equity, inclusion and belonging. But, man, I think that we need to start talking about bias and how bias plays out in presenting topics in education in our industry. So that's become something that kind of rose to the top just this week for me. And I've written some notes about how, how to talk about that and how to, how to really focus on that as we go forward. Um, Thinking about topics, thinking about the perspectives of the topics that we're presenting and how that plays out. What do you think? I'm proud of you, Yvonne, um, for not just thinking through that, addressing it, and then starting to plan for, because you're absolutely right. You know, we only learn by facing each of those things head on and by bringing it to the light and talking about it, learning yeah. about it, right? So I'm I'm proud of you because, you know, you never shy away from any of those tough issues. You never shy away from, you know, despite being difficult, 
putting it on center stage and saying, let's let's tackle it. Let's talk about it. Well, thank you for your support and for being proud of me. Um, I just think it's um, especially where, you know, not to bring politics into the equation, but we are at an interesting time in our society. And there are many things that are very politically charged. And I think that, you know, man, we, we need to have we need to have leaders that are willing to do that. Um, that are willing to have those difficult conversations, despite what that means in terms of, you know, taking the heat or whatever. I just think that we need to see more leaders rise to the top. So we're going to do it. We're going to have some of those difficult conversations. That's how we learn. That's exactly right. That's how we, you know, get deeper and, and, and get a fuller understanding of where that individual or that entity is coming from by doing exactly that. So thanks. Yeah. All right. Number nine, changing workforce needs. Um, oh, and before we move on to that one, I cannot stop. I, I just read my note talking about quality education. Our last full episode that just went live this morning, Dr. Leslie Cadet. Oh, my goodness. She is such a rock star. She oh is just amazing. I can't get enough, you know. Um, Funny, charismatic, intelligent, bright, incredible experience. I mean, she is the real deal. Yeah, and she is all about education. And she wants to radically change the workers' compensation landscape by bringing positive conversation and education. So she fits right within our wheelhouse and what we're talking about almost every day. So love her. Me too. All right. Number nine, changing workforce needs. Um, you know, we talked about this with quite a few guests, Evelyn McGill. I know we touched on that and she talked about how, um, in Virginia there, they've been, uh, making some radical changes within their department, you know, developing leadership, um, coming together. And part of that involves, um, how they're creating and establishing a culture in their workplace and what that means to attracting good talent and uh, addressing the needs of their diverse workforce. So I know that we talked about that with her. Um, I'm pretty sure we talked about that with Melissa Steger as well. Um, who's in Austin, Texas, same thing. Um, who else comes to mind? I know we talked about this a few times. We did. We talked about it with Julian Robinson. We talked about it heavily mm. with Roberta Mike. I mean, yeah, yeah. somebody who is, has been in it for the long haul and somebody who really cares about her folks and the environment, the individuals and how they absorb, you know, and, you know, the, the, the diversity component of it. I really enjoy that conversation as well. So, yeah, we, that was a topic, Yvonne, that again, came up again throughout the season and, and we got to touch, you know, with a lot of different folks because it's, it's undeniable, right? As we, come close to individuals in our in our work sites, the changing workforce environment and the needs of the people around us becomes a real significant issue, comp and in any other industry. Yeah. Agreed. And you're right. Um, all those folks you mentioned were great. I, Julian Robinson was a really fun episode. Roberta Mike um, <laughs> she literally pulled off the side of the road in her daily work. In daily work. She's a she's a um adjuster. <laughs> What's the term? I'm blanking on the, what she she's a she she's a she travels you know from from all over Georgia all over Georgia 
And I mean, she really did. She pulled off the side of the road and had a great conversation <laughs> with us. She was so fun. Didn't and, skip a beat. Julian, I mean, I had no idea that he could, I mean, dominate Spanish, not just speak Spanish. That, I, and, and we had so much fun with that, didn't we? We did. <laughs> we did. <laughs> awesome. So our 10th topic was the issue of lagging diversity. So I know we talked about diversity with several folks, uh, Faith Mason in particular, um, Judge David Langham, you know, he talked about it in during his episode. I think we touched on that with Ramona Tanabe from WCRI. You know, that's an issue that's really important to me. And I am all charged up again. We have got to bring, I mean, I think I keep hearing this, this thing that, you know, people are suffering from DEI fatigue. I don't know what the hell that means. I, seriously, like. I want to bring it back front and center. And it's not that I have, you know, um, I don't want to fight a fight or anything like that. I I just want to keep talking about it. I think it's too important of a topic. You know, I have daughters and there are issues that we feel very strongly about. And I just think that, and, you know, I have one daughter that's um, living in Italy, looking forward to her coming home for the holidays. And you've got two young sons and, we all have differing perspectives, you know, on exactly how we we feel about it. But I mean, come on. We just can't let this go. I think it's too important of a topic to stay like you were talking about earlier. Just because it's a difficult topic doesn't mean we shouldn't be talking about it. And I know that it's a hard topic for some people to jump into. Some people even would say it's toxic, but I don't feel that way. I feel like I mean, I think diversity makes the world go round. I enjoy talking to different people and hearing different perspectives, all perspectives. So I'm not letting it go. And I'm proud of you again for not doing that, for not letting it go, for keeping it front and center. You've said it, right? You've got two daughters, beautiful daughters, intelligent, bright. I've got two boys that I'm so incredibly proud of. We cannot let these conversations just stop, right? We've got to continuously educate and let them know how important it is, right, that we treat everybody with that dignity and the respect that they deserve. So I like everything that you've done, Yvonne, it's all in the manner and, and, and the way in which these conversations take place. If they are held with that dignity and that respect, even though we may disagree, right, about whatever component, if they are held in that regard, then we can only learn, right? It's that's when benefit comes from. And that's where I think we shine at that. We bring that. Mm-hmm. We don't insult. We don't, you know, we're not throwing punches at anybody. We're having a conversation like adults and learning from each other, despite, you know, our disagreements or our different beliefs. Like you said, that's what makes the world go round. So we'll definitely figure a way to bring diversity into the conversation again next year. lots to talk about there's there's um still so many folks that we haven't talked to talk to yet that we need to start thinking about how to bring them into the the fold of being our guest on the podcast but um so those are our 10 topics 
you were mentioning you were mentioning earlier, and I, I mentioned it in relationship to Jeff Rush's um, episode. But you know, one thing that continues to be a significant issue that's changing the landscape, at least it has this year, are the significant climate events that have happened that continue to happen that are are really altering the landscape of insurance and workers' compensation specifically. So, I think that might make make the list next year. What are your thoughts? Absolutely. Right. Sometimes we, you know, we tend to be in a little bubble, right? And we only worry about what's in front of us and the claim that I may be handling and the issue that brings forth. And um, I think it's healthy, right, for us to sort of look up, look at the bigger landscape here and figure out that there are things going on around us that are affecting us, maybe not directly, um, but ultimately directly because it affects bottom lines. It affects, you know, resources that are available to institutions to be able to do the good things, the right things, you know, that our comp system needs to help injured workers. So I I love that, right? That we're going to sort of look up and look at the big horizon and say, wow, look at that issue. How is that touching us? How's that affecting us? Absolutely. So, um, do you think we should do that again next year as we roll into thinking about 2024? Should we identify top issues and kind of use that as our launching pad for the year? What are your thoughts? I do. I do. It gave us a, a nice begin, a nice way to focus, a nice way to invite folks to address specific areas. So I I really enjoyed that the 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 energy behind that. I think as the season went on, you know, we started to talk about not one, but multiple issues in our list with each of the guests. And and that's, you know, the the nature of our world, isn't it? Comp is so, I don't know, intertwined with so many different components of our society that um, it's no wonder we got to, you know, each speaker spoke about six, seven, eight of those issues that you just mentioned. Yeah. Right. (laughs) Well, definitely, you know, you and I were talking before we got on here um, to record and we were talking about how, I mean, me personally, I still, after all the years of being tenured in this industry, (laughs) I still find it fascinating. I think that, and we talked to many of our guests about this, that workers' compensation, you never have the same, you never have the same day twice, right? It's always a different set of situations and scenarios that that you get to tackle. So for me, that's very, that keeps things fresh and, and interesting. And it's just so fascinating. It brings together so many different facets of our society um, that I think that's just a fascinating way to move through life, right? And I've spent the larger part of my life um, in this industry, um, in this career. So I feel super lucky to be still going, having all these things to look forward to and having so much fun. I echo that a hundred percent. And and I, like you, find comp still to this day, almost 40 years later, as interesting as ever, exactly for the same reasons. It really is a microscopic of everything that's happening in the world. Politics, medicine, law, vocation, I mean, numbers, everything is... That's why we love to talk to our folks. And, and we've said it, you and I, together before. No matter what you're trained in, no matter what you're experienced, there is a job for you in workers' comp because everything is here. You name it, it's here. And that's what makes it still, so many years later for both you and I, so much fun, so interesting. 
Um, I and and I think it'll always be. You know, it's it's that type of environment that we um, we're attracted because of it, right? We're attracted to it because of it. Yeah, and you just reminded me. I am going to do this before our season four starts, folks. So I'm going on record. I am going to create that infographic that I have talked about over the years. And I think now I've got three solid years of data and I'm going to put together an infographic talking about all the different um, backgrounds of people that we've talked to. And like, so let's do this real quick. So I, the most recent was flight surgeon, Dr. (laughs) Cadet's the first flight surgeon that we've had engineers, um, people that started out and you know, pursuing a medical career that ended up as attorneys um what else throw a few more out there um numbers people right like truly you know analysts uh, yeah right i mean analysts to the nth degree right when i when i think about you know what ramona's experience was and where she ended up doing here and come like wow how does that happen but you you and i have experienced it again and again. It's amazing where folks start and how they can contribute uh, to this little industry of ours. It's pretty incredible, really remarkable. That's, that's right. And look at Julian Robinson. Yeah. And I think we had several guests that had started down the same path of getting a general business degree. And then look at him being the top. He, I remember him specifically saying when he took on the role, which just happened in the last year, where he is um, in city and county of San Francisco. And he is the top level person that is managing workers' compensation. There's nobody above him that he can go to for answers. Think about that. That's pretty amazing. It really is. It really is. And it, it's so, um, I don't know, it's so inspiring, right? Yeah. To see somebody, you know, bright, intelligent, works hard, and ultimately gets rewarded by giving uh, you know, an opportunity to serve. And then they just shine mm-hmm. as we knew they would. Um, awesome. I mean, I, I get goosebumps just talking about it. I'm so incredibly proud of him and, and his rise uh, within the city and county of San Francisco. Just uh, an amazing individual and fun to boot. Just, I mean, we laughed with him. We had so much fun. All right. So I'm going to do a quick rapid fire call out and thank you to all of our guests that that we had on our show this year all of our full episode guests so we had bill zachary ramona tanabe dr les curte faith mason evelyn mcgill judge david langham andrew sabalik jeff rush jim alsop melissa steger raja sindaram roberta mike Dr. Anbar, Dr. Tomer Anbar, and Dwayne was part of the episode as well, Dwayne Johnson, and Julian Robinson, and Dr. Leslie Cadet. So thank you all. Did we forget the bottom? Oh, Paula Stoffer. Sorry, Paula. Yep. I think, but I think everybody else. That's fantastic. So hope I didn't miss anybody else. Thank you. From the bottom of my heart, and I sure I'm sure Raphael feels the same way. We we appreciate you so much for spending time with us, having conversations with us, and we really, really love spending time with you all. So, listeners, if you have suggestions, if you'd like to be a guest on our podcast for next year, 2024, please reach out to Raphael or myself. We'd love to have you. What else, Ralph? You said it best. I mean, again, this has been just a the, 
really the the most fun right that I could have ever thought about in, in our profession like I would have never in a million years thought that you and I were going to get to do this and get to learn about the amazing folks in our industry and get to talk to them about their experience and how they got here and what they do every day you and I love that you and I love getting to know folks you and I love you know digging deeper and really learning from each of them so how incredibly wonderful for us, how much fun this is. I agree. So with that, listeners, thank you so much for joining us today. And like we always say, hasta luego. Hasta luego, Yvonne. Hey, Ralph. Thanks for joining me today. My pleasure, Yvonne. It's always so good to talk to you. So we are wrapping season three. Wow. 2023. We've got three years down and we're going to do it again the next year, right? Yes, we are. Season four in 2024. There you go. So listeners, thank you so much for following us. We really appreciate you. We, We love hearing from you. So please continue to reach out to us. By email, uh, reach out to us on LinkedIn. Uh, Raphael is much better at doing that new, what's it called? X <laughs> used to be called Twitter. What the hell's up with that? I don't know, but I occasionally get around to posting over there, but I, I haven't quite figured out how I really feel about that. But we are out there. You can find us at Deconstruct Comp on X. <laughs> and of course, it's not hard to find Raphael or myself on LinkedIn. So just reach out, but please follow us. Uh, on your favorite podcast platform, give us a rating. That really helps others to find us on on the the platform that they're listening to podcasts on. So giving us a rating and uh, sharing any of our episodes is really helpful. So we appreciate that. Absolutely. Thank you, Yvonne. Thanks for everything again this year. Thank you. So uh, we've got another season to plan. So until then, hasta luego. Hasta luego.